everyone, and welcome to the Screen Strong Families podcast, bringing you the best solutions for parents who are serious about eliminating screen problems in their home. This is Melanie Hempy, and this is Mandy Hammond. And I am so glad that y'all are joining us today. If you're one of our regular listeners, welcome back. And if you are a new friend, we are so glad you found us. You are no longer alone on this screen journey of just navigating all the conflict in your home. You have found your people. And Mandy, thank you so much for coming back for this very momentous occasion yes, today. Yes, I'm so excited. This has been a journey, and to say the least, um, we created the content for the kids course online, and I know you've been really involved in getting that out into schools. Talk about that just for a second. Yes, schools are so excited when I come um, and speak to them that we finally have curriculum for students now. You know, we've had our parent course for a couple of years now, and we are just so thrilled to now be offering this option for in the classroom or even just in the home, you know, for parents to go through the student course online with some printout you know, sheets. But of course, I always get somebody that says yeah. to me, but isn't it kind of ironic that this is on a screen? And we all kind of laugh. And I said, I know, I know, but it's the way it's, to get it out to the masses. It's educational content. It's, yeah, it's your passive screen. It's your educational <laughs> right. content. And so this is okay when you're doing it with your child. And, you know, we've got these yeah. printout worksheets, but now yeah. we have something even better. And you know what? I don't think that we've had any emails um, from kids who are addicted to the online course. No, do you think we no. have any kids who are addicted to the online course? However, I do think that we are going to start getting some emails because they are going to be addicted to this book. Yes, agree. I, I just have to say, it's I I had um, a conversation with a mom who's in our beta test group, and she had given her, the book, uh, the copy of the workbook, to a fourteen year old. Uh, grandchild of hers. And she was whispering one day when she called me and she said, Melanie, you're not going to believe what's happening over here. And I said, what? You need to write this down. And she said, my 14 year old grandson cannot put this book down. I found him curled up on the sofa, reading it the day it came in the mail. He was all curled up on the sofa. And she said it had been a really long time since he had read a real book. And then she said, when we went Somewhere in the car, she said, um, he brought it with him in the car. Mm -hmm. And then she told me I was looking for it to show a friend the other day. And she said, I went up to my son's bedroom and there it was on his nightstand. <laughs> and she said, he never reads at night. And she said, look, this book is really looped him in. <laughs> so, awesome. so I, I'm so, was so excited to hear that. And she was just thanking us so much. For this, research, for this resource, and she said, it's already changing our lives because he's reading more than he has ever read. But she said what it does the most is it gives us parents like the words to use to help explain our reasoning behind delaying, you know, the problematic screens in their lives. Plus it gives them just it's written in real easy to understand language and the content is divided. And we're going to talk about that on the show here just for in a minute. We're going to talk about that, how it's divided. But I think it paces really well with a middle school brain. Um, I also had some teachers tell me two weeks ago that they were actually going to use this curriculum in their high school curriculum. Oh. So I think that even though it is fun and it's written kind of like a graphic novel, it's just a beautiful layout, beautiful illustrations. 
I think the content is perfectly fine for high school, but all that to say is, yes, we are working on a high school edition too. So we will have one that looks, you know, more high school-ish, I guess, a little more mature, but this one is really fun to look at. Not going to lie. And you I have mean, had some parents tell you as well that they are learning because this is yeah. even some common knowledge yeah. that even parents don't know that, of course, we do have in our parent course. But if you haven't gone through a parent course, you can go through the student course with your child and you're going to learn. You're going to learn so much because, you know, sometimes it's easier to learn things when it's written real simply for yeah. a tween. You know, it, you pick up a fifth grade history book and you'll learn a lot of history yeah. really quick, <laughs> you know? So no, thank you for bringing that up. That's really, um, that is really a good point. And that is really our goal here is to educate the whole family. We decided to start with the middle school age group because I believe when we did our research, that was the most requested age group that we were getting from our audience. Y'all really needed some thing to show or give your kid to read, you know, that that tween age when they're begging for their smartphone or begging for more, you know, for more video game time. And you're trying to explain why we are screen strong. And so we got so many emails and so many uh, requests when we were out and about in the field with different audiences, you know, what do you have for my kids to yeah. read? What do you, what can I show them? What is the one thing? And so that's where my heart just really, um, I'm very passionate about this. And so the way I describe this particular piece, uh, because we did take it from the online course, but we have added some things and, and they will be reflected. They will each have the same content, whether you get it digitally or whether you get it in print. But what I, what I have done to just tweak and add a little bit more is I just sat down and I thought, what did I really need to know back in the days when we were struggling so much with Adam? What would have really helped me? And so that is the grid I used. And so when I pulled this together and I pulled all the different pieces of content together, that is what my hope is for everyone who gets it, for every teenager that reads it, every family, every mom, every dad, every grandparent. Actually, it's a really good book for you to hand over to your parents when they're babysitting your kids. And you say, mom, you know, no smartphones. <laughs> and this is a really good way for grandparents to understand what it is too. But I wanted to put everything in here that I felt like was really important and things that I wish I had known. And if we had known these things, I think we would have avoided the screen trap altogether. So we're going to just do a, a thumb through of the actual book that we have in front of us right now. And this will be available on March 1st for you to order on Amazon. And if you want bulk copies for your neighborhood group or your school or your church, you can contact us and we will explain how to do that. But but Mandy, let's just start with the lessons really quick. We have eight lessons and the first lesson is your amazing brain. And so the way that the book is divided, we have three sections under each lesson. That was the feedback we got early on that we needed to break it up. So it was easy to take little bites at a time. So under the first lesson, we have section one, how does my brain work? I could do the whole rest of the podcast on this I one because <laughs> this is like my favorite. It has the little neurons and the illustrations are so wonderful. And then um, how can I improve my brain? This is a great section. The second section is about different executive function skills that your teenager can do so they can increase their focus and their ability to pay attention. Mm -hmm. um, the next one is 
does screen time change my brain? And so Mandy, this one is where we start opening the big can of worms. <laughs> and we talk about, uh, we have actually an MRI um, picture in here from John Hutton, from Dr. Hutton. He was kind enough to allow us to use that. And we have all the different things in here about how the, that screen time really is changing their brains. Because I really think the kids want to hear the science as well. And I've had the opportunity to do a couple of student workshops because we do offer that now as a workshop for your students that is taken from this course. And so it's using the same illustrations and, you know, being in front of especially like that fifth through seventh or eighth grade age group is so amazing because they want to know how do I keep my brain safe and what's the science and they get right. really into it. And so right. I just love that this is so packed full of the science piece, like this is what MRIs are showing. Yeah, These we're actually scans. showing them. Yep, and they just kind of look at you like, oh my gosh, that's crazy, you know. And then they they want to do better. They want to do good things for their brain. Yeah, and when the younger that you can get this into their hands, the better. Like yes. fifth grade is a really good age. And so on lesson two, we've got what's the big deal with screens and why are screens so much fun is the first section. And this I love this section because it goes through the dopamine science. Mm -hmm. And this is where a lot of y'all parents out there, you're going to want to read this little section because this really explains in a nutshell what happens when we get too much dopamine in our brain. And it has a great graphic in here that shows that. So all of a sudden now we have a tool to explain to our kids why, why your games are making you so moody when you get off and why your smartphone is making you sad and depressed. Now we have the science to tell them. In the second section, we have why do I crave my screens? And so this is what happens when you're on a high amount of dopamine and then it goes down and then you need more and then you crave the thing. We have all the stuff in here about why you're getting hooked, all the persuasive design. This is all explained really well for this age. And the third section is what is screen addiction? You know, let's just talk about it. Um, and we break it down really simply and it's written in language. that's really pretty positive. It's not depressing, you know, and the illustrations are certainly really fun to look at. And at the end of every lesson, we have a worksheet that they can follow along and take notes so they can pay attention. There's a little quiz. Um, we kind of have everything in here that yeah, you need. I was just going to say that, that I, you know, the, the discussion notes and the worksheets at the end of each chapter and kind of this progress check. So it's not like it's just the book they have to read. They're actually interacting with the book. Right. And they're, they're you know, it, that's why it's so great to do in a classroom setting or even just in a homeschool setting or anything like that, because a child can just get to the end of this and start, you know, review what they, they can learned, review and you can go through it, it with them. Yeah. yeah. And so and it is for schools. It is written specifically for curriculums in a school setting. However, homeschools, of course, it's perfect for that. But I just do want to say that it's perfect for the parent who just wants yeah. to do some education on their own. So we kind of, it's kind of all, all included. So you, you won't be lost. You won't be able to, you know, go through the chapter and think, okay, now what do I do? We have it all in here. It's all printed in this full color book. On the third um, lesson, we talk about the physical issues around screens and how that you'll have a stronger body when you are screen strong. So the first section in that lesson is, What's the big problem with screen time? And here we dive into the whole issue of stress because that is the big problem. And we talk about the amygdala and what happens when it shuts down. And oh my gosh, this amygdala is like the cutest thing. Our graphic artist, or I mean, our illustrator has just done a fascinating job on all this. Um, but isn't it, wouldn't it be wonderful? Like Mandy, like for you and I, when we were in middle school to have understood this about yeah. stress yeah, and, and what, what it, it does to your physical body. 
Yeah, what it does to your physical body and your brain and all the things about being anxious. So whether or not your kid has a screen issue or not, this is just really good stuff to understand in general about life. They will be better people for going through and understanding this. The next section in that lesson three is does screen time really affect my body? And so we go through, oh, I can't even count them. Countless, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and count them, but all the physical effects of gaming. And then we go through all the physical effects of being on your phone. And these are things like the headaches and even that the thumb arthritis they get and the trigger thumb, lack of exercise. These are kind of all the physical things that happen. And then we have a section on, do you want to be stronger and faster? And what do you need to do to be stronger and faster? Because I remember very clearly, I have raised four middle school kids. <laughs> They've all been through middle school and being fastest in your class. Like that's the biggest thing. So we thought we would put that in there um, to kind of teach them how to do that. And then where does that, how does that lesson Wrap up. Oh, this one is, um, what does screen time have to do with sleep? Yes, that's a big one. That's a big one. Um, you know, because we're, we're teaching them that, hey, did you know that your brain takes a bath at night? Yeah. You know, you need to sleep for your brain to wash out the toxins and to, you know, it helps with memory mm -hmm. and all those type of things. So it might just make your child want to go to bed on time, which would be great. There's so many benefits. It's not just about screen time. Let's talk about lesson four. Well, yeah, well, and even just if we go over the next few lessons, we're really covering the mental, the social, and the emotional. So mental, you know, you're going to have a sharper brain, you know, but don't I need my screen for school? And we talk about cheating and, you know, because a lot of times kids, you know, now they don't think that that's cheating. That's it's right. just information that they're finding on their computer. Yeah, they Google something on their phone while they're in a test. Yeah. And are like, oh, and no. They just don't know. <laughs> and so we really go through, you know, is cheating wrong? you know, and how can I really get ahead in, in school? And so that's the mental piece. Um, you know, we talk about the physical getting stronger. Well, how do we get stronger mentally? And then of course, socially, we go into friendships. Like how many friends right. do we really need? And I know right. this is a mind blowing fact that we talk about in our workshop too, that it takes 200 hours for you to actually have a close friendship and go from an acquaintance to a true friend. And so we really encourage um, kids through this course to say, hey, you don't need a thousand friends. You know, you don't need a thousand followers. You need just a few really close friends. And so when you're not on a screen all the time, you're going to have these deeper friendships. And that 200 hours is in-person yes. hours. And so the time on a screen doesn't count when you're building a friendship. And we're talking about, like you said, from a casual acquaintance to a good friend. And this is why our kids are so lonely and isolated. They're, they're so sad. They don't have any friends because they haven't invested the time. So we give them the science and we say, this is what the science says. And when you practice being a friend in person, you're going to know yeah. how to be a friend and you're going to have friends. And you get better. And the thing I love about this, um, this lesson is this, the last section in here um, on empathy and, oh, yeah. or this, the third section in here on empathy and oh my goodness. This is worth the whole value of the course because it has these little statements. We give them words like we tell them what to say to their friend to show more empathy. Like this is brilliant. Like these are little words and little phrases that you can say. And at the end of this lesson, we have um, actually, I think this is my favorite. <laughs> I know I keep saying every section is my favorite, but this is the one about how your family is your home base. Mm -hmm. And this, oh my goodness, is so valuable for them to understand that their friends are really important, but their parents are more important. They should listen to their parents before they listen to their friends, right? Because your parents have your back and uh, your friends are still learning just like you are. 
So the next um, lesson is lesson six. Are we on lesson six? Um, yeah. Yeah, about emotional. About so, we really kind of dive into mental health, the mental health problems, you know, and we all know and can be convinced at this point that screen addiction is a real problem. You know, we've got research coming out everywhere. The mental health crisis. The mental health crisis. It's all over the news. And so we really dive into this topic with, the, with these kids. So the first section we talk about um, how screens really do hurt your feelings. And I think it's really important for them to understand about rejection pain and some of the other things that we have in there. Uh, the next um, section is how can I be free from mental health pain? And so we actually tackle this. This is, this is something um, that's very hard to talk about, like with your with your teenagers, especially because, you know, you're young teens, because we're talking about some pretty hard issues in here. Um, but then we're also going to explain to them how you can be free from mental health problems. Yes. And there's two or three key things that psychiatrists all agree about protecting mental health, living in community and building up that competence and growing in confidence. And then the end of that section, we have Here's why you need to escape screen jail, because you're going to be free and you're going to feel better emotionally. And we end with this incredible section on how many seven stories in here from tweens and teens who are sharing about, you know, their personal stories about what happened with them on a screen and how they feel better and how there are brighter days ahead when they can get past the screen dependency well, and Melanie, I really love this quote at the end of this chapter that says, the road to a calm, emotionally strong life is not paved with screen overuse. And really just yeah. the whole point of this whole thing is not just to tell them all the problems, but also to say when you do all these other things, you're going to feel so amazing right. in all these other ways. Right. And, and it does give parents just this wonderful map. Um, it gives you a starting point. It gives you the words. And that's what I... I keep wanting to do more and more because this is confusing. It, it can be a lot. I mean, I've spent eight years, almost 10 years actually in the research on this. So people, you know, the average person can't do that, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and I feel like I've been able to just take all the really good nuggets and I've been able to kind of put it all under one roof. So we decided, okay, uh, that in this whole process that we could not, finish this project without having the chapter on pornography. And we debated and debated, you know, over how are we going to get this in kid-friendly language. So we actually, I won't tell you what, I won't tell you what it is if you haven't seen the course online, but when you get the book, it'll be really fun for you to see. But we have a perfect metaphor that we use to explain pornography and all the things. And I think that you'll get a big, um, Sigh of relief when you open this book, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, this works really well. So the metaphor that we're using works really well. And we talk about porn in the sense of the rewards. And so we talk about good rewards and bad rewards and the reward pathway in your brain. We really bring it all back to the science with the images that are stored in your brain. We show diagrams of how images come into the, to the visual cortex of a brain. And we talk about dopamine we talk about ways that porn will harm you. And then we also, I think some of the kids told us that this one little page that we have on more reasons, like why it's easy to get stuck in the porn trap, 
that this was so good for them to read. There were like five things that we suggest that it might be happening. Like this might be where it's happening or where you're seeing things. And I was told by one older teen that that was the most valuable page in the whole book because he said, oh my gosh, if kids can just read that, then they won't feel so bad and shameful. They'll understand Mm -hmm. more. And then we actually have how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven ways to get out of the porn trap and tips. And these tips are very doable. We have a tracker that your tween can actually um, make copies. And every month they can make a check mark where they go every day without seeing negative images. So we've brought all this habit uh, science <laughs> into it and it's it works really well. So the last lesson, Mandy, talk about the last lesson. Yeah, so it's called Your Adventure Awaits, and it's the lesson eight. And really, we talk to the kids about how do you now set yourself up for success? You know, how do you trade that screen time for more fun? And so we walk them through exactly what to do in their bedroom, in their environment, you know. And this this really, I think, gives kids a lot of ownership to this, too. It's not the mom or dad coming in and saying, okay, we're going to do this and change up your room and do all these things. But the child can look through here and just really awesome suggestions like, how about add a plant or a goldfish to your room? Yeah. Or get a real alarm clock. I mean, um, we talk kids on through on how to do downtime routines, you know, and how to bust their boredom, you know, by right. doing things like decorating your room or organize a collection or paint your nails. I mean, just all sorts of fun things that, you know, seem really simple. But in the moment when you're trying to get off screens or choose something outside of screens, you really yeah. need somebody to suggest it. And the next section here is how to trade screen time for more fun. And more hobbies and different things that they can try. So there's a bunch of suggestions there. And there's also a handout at the very end of the book that has 200 ways to unplug. So if you don't get enough ideas out of here, then I don't know. (laughs) You'll have to call me. (laughs) Um, We have ways to have more fun with your family, ways to do more with your friends. And then the third section is the final section of the whole um, curriculum. And this is where we talk about the Screen Strong Values We do make it really clear what the call to action is Um, in here. We give you two pathways. We show them here's one pathway, here's here's the screen strong pathway, and which one, you know, which pathway do you want? And we make it really clear. This is not one of those curriculums where you're left guessing, Mm -hmm. right? And the call to action at the end of the book, I love, it is the seven-day challenge, which we typically recommend, of course, at least 60 or 90 days for the screen detox. But for this application, with the school settings and even in your own home, you can do a seven-day detox. And so that's what we recommend at the end. So you're not left with, okay, what do I do next? We give you, give the teenage, the teen, you know, exactly what to do next. And this is to try to get their class on board and for, you know, as a whole class and, um, and do this challenge where they, uh, they all literally don't use a smartphone or social media or video games for a whole week. And they actually plan things like Friday fun night, which we have the Friday fun night instructions in here. Um, everything for the course, uh, will all the extra material will be on our new site that we have for this course, the screenstrongsolutions.com or kidsbrainsandscreens.com. You can go either place and you will be able to find more detail on the challenge on the Friday fun night and drum roll please. <laughs> Can you do a drum roll? <laughs> and we, there you go. And we have 
24 lesson plans for all the teachers. Yes, that, <laughs> the what are. a bonus. The teachers love Screenstorm now. Yes. We took the work out of it for you. We took the planning out. We have put the hard work in and we've made these lesson plans for you. Plus there's a glossary in the back of the book and there's a Q&A section. And if there's something we left out, you please have to let us know. But we are so excited to introduce this. Mandy, thank you so much for helping me walk through. Yes, I'm so excited about this. So many people are going to benefit from this book. And we have, like I said, we have been asked over and over. We finally got it. Um, We finally, finally, finally did it. And so go out there and be the first to get this student workbook, the student course. Take it to your school administrator. Mm -hmm. Take it to your teacher. Take it to your Girl Scouts and your Boy Scouts and your church, any of your neighborhood group. I mean, it can be used in so many different ways, really any youth group. Um, like we said before, homeschools and uh, therapists. Oh my goodness. If you are a therapist listening, you will want to have copies in your office. I I have gotten emails already from some of the physicians that have written these endorsements for us. They've already asked me for copies to keep in their offices and their lobby part of their offices so they can have their patients look through it. It has been very vetted by our physician advisory. So we're just, we're just thrilled that it's here. Anything else? Did we leave out anything? Yeah, oh, you know, I'd like to end with a couple of these. Oh, okay. Can yeah. we do that? Yeah. Because um, we have so many here at the beginning of the book that are just by some awesome people. So sure. one of our favorite people, you know, is, is Dr. Leonard Sachs. Um, he is the best, a New York Times bestseller, The Class of Parenting. Um, but he says, as parents, we have many resources to learn about how dangerous screens are, how dangerous screens are for our kids. What we need is a book for the kids. This is the book we need. I will recommend it to all my patients. Dr. Meg Meeker, she says, one of the most harmful, if not the most harmful influences on healthy, mental, cognitive, and physical health in kids is screens. Every parent knows this, but feels ill-equipped to do anything about it. Finally, we have an answer to this problem that really works. I don't know of any other resources that help parents and kids more effectively when it comes to navigating the frightening world of screens. Wow. So yeah. Cool. Yep. So we've got so many endorsements here. We have more endorsements and... coming in too. And I'm so honored and just so humbled by it. We, we've got Aaron Napier endorsing this book from hometown. We have John, Jonathan Hyde. You know, you've heard about him a lot in the news lately with his new book coming out. Um, he's endorsing it. So we're just very, just thrilled. I, I think it's just the day has come that I think the tide is really going to turn. And no, no longer are we going to be able to say, well, I just don't know how to explain this to my kids. Like, now we do. You know now. We would truly have your back. Yeah, we have your back. So be sure and go over to ScreenStrong.com to get involved with our community over there. Remember, we do have a forum for you. And we'll be having a whole lot more on this workbook or book. I don't know if we're calling it a workbook or a book. I think it's all the things. It's a curriculum. It's a course. It's everything. But we're going to have a lot more on that. Um, I do want to thank you for listening today. I think you've got your call to action here (laughs) is to go on Amazon, Kids Brains and Screens. You can certainly find it there. And like I said, you can go to our website and go to ScreenStrongSolutions.com and you can find all the nitty gritty details for your school and for all the bulk orders that you might want to get more information on. As far as joining the community, you're going to go over to ScreenStrong.org and join our community. 
Thank you so much for listening, Mandy. Thank you so much for coming again. Of course. Oh my goodness. You're just, Mandy is just our lighthouse out there (laughs) in the field, talking to parents all the time. I'm so excited to hear your stories. We're going to have to get you back on to talk about how this is working in the field um, with all the families. So thank everyone. Thank you for listening today. I hope you have been encouraged and motivated to take, this is like the easiest step that you can take to get this resource and help you on your journey to become a screen strong family. Remember, we've got your back and we are here to help you remove all the screen conflicts from your home. So until next time, stand up for your kids, stand out from the crowd and stay strong. strong.